So this is going to be a really fun one. Uh, we have two of the halves of a brand that is so synonymous with, I feel, Karnataka, the rest of India as well. The two wonderful people from Indo-American Hybrid Seeds Private Limited are here with me in the studios, Santosh Atavar and, of course, Rashmi Atavar. It's so great to see you both. Thank you so much for coming by. Hi. Yeah, thank Hi. you. Thanks, thanks, uh, thanks for having, having us, us over. Doing good? Yes. Awesome. I'm excited uh, because I have so many questions with regards to what you do because I feel like IHS um, is a is a brand that I feel is very Karnataka, right? It, it, when you say something like this, there are certain brands you think of when it comes to the state. I would pick IHS as, as one of them, if you ask me. Good morning, Bangalore. Good morning, Bangalore. On 94.3 Radio 1. Um, for those of you who are unaware, Santosh, of course, is the chairman and managing director there. And uh, Rashmi is, of course, the joint managing director at IHS. For those of you who are not familiar with IHS, I think it should, we should do a little bit of a background. What do you say? Yeah. Uh, for so, four yeah, people yeah. there. Yeah. Established by their dad, of course, which is Dr. Manmohan Atavar in Bangalore. And this happened all the way back in 1965. And uh, they're a private limited company, of course. They're a pioneer Indian seed company, of course. And um, the, the cool part is your dad is like such a rock star. Uh, so, I mean, it must be really hard for you guys when you see what an amazing person first time when you did get into all of this it must have been big shoes to fill am I right in saying that Santosh? yeah and it's uh, probably uh, shoes that you can't really fill in yeah so you, you can never to, you know you have to take all the inspiration and try to do something build on it right uh, yeah right Rashmi working with your brother how how is he at work is he a different person and at home he's you know very chill very fun uh, completely different side do you see like what is he like he's uh, very serious and dedicated at work and at very, home very passionate at, at home chilled out <laughs> <laughs> it's good so the nice separation of uh, work and this thing happens for sure okay that's good to know with regards to IHS being the first company to launch hybrid seeds of vegetables all the way back in 1973 it's come a long way from 1973 all the way to 2022 of course so let's start by by, by talking about when the company was founded back in 1965 and since then you guys have made big strides in the field of course do you remember dad kind of setting up the company as kids and 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 did you think that a day would come where okay we would be doing this ever did that happen well we have memories of uh, you know early days while growing up of uh, looking at seeds and flowers all around us mm. because it started about three years before i was born so but yeah we grew up looking at plants and seed production and uh, so we were kind of initiated into it right from our birth so, so green uh, thumb always happened yeah green thumb of <laughs> course uh, comes with a lot of uh, uh, you know hard work uh, through sure, the years sure. and learning from a lot of people around you and uh, Rashmi what are your memories like the early ones of course uh, running around the farm <laughs> like a kind of you know the best way to spend time with uh, our dad would be to be in the nursery or in the farm with him so wonderful yeah we, we did a lot of and also it was Good times right. spent uh, there looking at the plants right. and the flowers. The company has also been a pioneer in improving agricultural production over the years. Uh, does that 
kind of set like a precedent because you're you're a driving force uh, the both of you behind the entire thing there's a, also a need to keep evolving creating different products and uh, the need for innovation constantly how have you dealt with that over the years because that's not an easy task at all who would like to take that santosh yeah go for it yeah i mean it's not easy to you know bring out a new product uh, you know just like uh, in the field of medicine and any other field you know developing a product and innovating is takes a lot of uh, time and investment and passion by the scientists so we have to take it uh, one product at a time one market at a time and then at the end of it maybe you don't get anything yeah. so go back to the drawing board and start again but having said that through the years we've always had great uh, people who have worked with us and who uh, helped the company put out good products you know and right. today of course the challenge is much greater because the, there are more companies national and international in the game and highly competitive market now highly competitive yeah, yeah. and uh, you know it's key, it has it keeps you awake so that you're trying to <laughs> you know bring out some new products and uh, I, i i guess it's a challenge for everyone right sure. from a startup to a big organization is mm. because once you get a good product and you hit the market and if it clicks then it's uh, it's really very gratifying sure yeah. yeah i'm sure from a perspective of i don't know just like innovation and things like that i feel like i'm curious to understand where more particularly india stands from a global perspective like where are we and like how how much at the top are we at this field rashmi would you like to kind of chime in there it depends on what you're talking about if you're talking about the vegetables and uh, we are i think india is a key player also because we have different agroclimatic zones and just the sheer uh, volume of seed that goes into farming within india right is huge from a r&d perspective i think we're we're getting there there's a lot of uh, um, cooperation between the west so to say and india on uh, different uh, projects related to improvement of varieties etc right you guys were working of course with with a lot of farmers also first hand i'm sure yeah. you guys have any lovely stories over the years that have kind of happened i'm sure there are many that really put a smile on your face and really make the journey worthwhile i'm sure yeah i think one of the contributing factors uh, by indo american hybrid seeds uh, has been that we worked a lot in training farmers on the seed production side and as well as on the commercial production side because sure. as early as 1973 it was very new hybrid seeds were new it was viewed with a lot of suspicion correct but at the same time uh, when people started planting it and getting higher yield outputs that became uh, the farmers understood it and they started adapting those methods and we also had a mass uh, contact and extension network that we established we worked with sure. with the private industry with the farmers with the institutes so it has always been a collective effort to get this going okay and we are very happy that you know the small strides we took in the early years has really resulted in uh, such a big industry and uh, you know today whether it's seeds or ornamental plants i think india is in a very critical stage mm. where we can really launch into you know the global market as well as domestic market you know in terms of products sure. india can grow products that are suitable for our own country as well as export products that are indian crops as well as those that are required for other markets got it and i think today that's the big challenge that india is facing, kind of facing and i yeah. think we will do very well because we are in a good place we have the best agroclimatic zones mm. very progressive farmers across india right so i it looks like a very exciting stage and phase in Indian horticulture and uh, ornamental horticulture. Awesome. Yes. Has Bangalore always been a hub, by the way, for for horticulture? Um, would, would you say so? Like more than any other city in the country, 
Rashmi? It's been a hub for horticulture, especially in terms of uh, high-tech I- innovation. And I think that's spread over uh, is, India. Is, is over there any other centers in Bangalore that I... Uh, sorry, not Bangalore. I mean uh, India that are really hubs of such a thing? Hyderabad. Okay, okay. Hyderabad, okay. As a company over the years, it's important to set quality standards, I feel, right? And you guys have constantly had to done, uh, do that and, and re-innovate that over and over again. And that, that's never an easy thing. So, I mean, what is kind of the way that you ensure that the quality remains over the years? Because even if your product's quality remains the same, the external factors when people kind of plant certain seeds do not remain the same. So how do you kind of approach and tackle that? Santosh, you want to take that? Yeah, in terms of uh, quality, it's always, it's a constant uh, struggle to keep improving yourself like the you know Japanese uh, way, uh, total quality management. So it's something that you can never perfect, but it's always a constant improvement. One of the things that we've done since inception is to maintain a global standard so that we don't have uh, two standards uh, domestic and export and that was uh, my dad's vision and I think that was a good vision because today it's really helping us in understanding you know the quality aspects of seeds and plants and the customer always needs to get the best output when you give him a plant or sell a plant or sell a seed so we are doing uh, we have one of the earliest private labs uh, in Asia which was the ISTA lab we have International Seed Testing Association lab in 2003 we are one of the earliest companies to have that and on the seed production front also we have very good uh, quality control team and production team side by side because you know quality is never the just the uh, job of the quality department it's the entire company that has to think towards that and I think there we have a very good team in all all the different functions who contribute That's so awesome. we are still struggling we are still fighting and we are still learning <laughs> how to produce quality and it's never ending yeah, it I is. don't think so it will end with me yeah. <laughs> or my children or their children <laughs> that is if they decide to work in the company yeah. so. have you guys by the way I mean I don't know are the kids interested by the way I'm curious what are they like uh, what's the next generation how are they saying that? no we want to do something completely different how are they by the way well they might be listening so I have to be careful <laughs> what I say now <laughs> so yeah I think uh, basically one my elder daughter is a horticulturist uh, she's into horticulture but uh, we've left it open for them right now because so they're too young we don't want to pressurize them. How, how young are we talking by the way my elder one is not actually young I just realized <laughs> she's 27 usually what happens is no, you don't realize that the kids are young yeah. you realize that you have become yeah, yeah. old you know like, you don't want to you don't, you don't accept that at all absolutely yeah yeah so 21 22 and 28 yeah so that's not yeah, young so that's not 21 young. is of course uh, her daughter uh, Rashmi's <laughs> yeah. daughter yeah. mine are 28 and 22 but we've given them some space to kind of uh, you know get back to us on what they want to do in the long run okay cool so left it open okay cool but yeah of course definitely <laughs> you're, you're keeping like, fingers crossed yeah. <laughs> yeah, as I speak to you my fingers guys, are crossed guys if you are listening <laughs> I'm giving you a little push do it <laughs> <laughs> okay great I, I feel like the way products were developed back then as compared to now has changed dramatically so Rashmi I mean how is it how do you feel like things have just become so so different because you know in just the way you develop products talk to me about that and what it's been like for IHS it's been a long journey you know in terms of uh, earlier it was just a straight uh, breeding program which we'd go through doing selections and things like that now you have various molecular techniques different ways methods and ease of selection so it's also uh, sometimes shorter to the market but also that many checks and balances in between that we need to go through 
santosh of course is there a lot more stringent process by the way now like i mean in terms of i mean at least governance from a governance perspective and stuff like that yeah more than the governance uh, perspective it's like the effort you put into it and the focus you need to have an uh, as an organization mm. because there are you know in the agriculture and horticulture field there are several challenges in terms of diseases correct in uh, terms of pests and all that correct so as a company when you pick a, a kind of project mm. to do research it has to be thoroughly researched by the research team and in- inputs from the product development and the sales team and then we take up a project on disease tolerances hmm. and uh, you know we use a lot of different sources to develop those tolerances and then bring it into the end product in have you terms had a, of seeds have you had a lot of supply supply chain issues by the way because i mean the pandemic has just prompted no, the no the way. gaps in supply chain management right, surprisingly during the pandemic i think uh, must uh, congratulate the government for taking the right steps mm. we didn't have any problem in the first one or the second one because not bad because okay. uh, you know the we were we were kind of uh, we thought we might be you know not able to reach the product to the customer but i guess all the you know through the districts across india the movement of seeds was very good superb and we come under the essential commodities ah, so that correct. was a great uh, boost to us by the our industry by the government so we were able to move seeds everywhere without much problem no problem huh? and we really didn't face much challenges in fact during the pandemic we we grew well Hmm. coming to the plant business uh, the challenges are totally different because sure. there you are we are very good in finished plants so we got to you know look at your soil ph the kind of media you're using because the red earth we get today in bangalore is not like 20 years ago there's right. no consistency there's high clay content and people need to understand that so a lot of people in the last few years have moved to cocoa peat and several other substrates and composts and all so we are learning we make a lot of mixes and then when we get a right mix and then rashmi is the one who decides okay <laughs> this plant is good to go and then we put it in the market i'm curious so we the, work a lot on the back end but right ultimately the customer has to you know be satisfied with the end product i you guys both uh do you like, you'll have like i'm assuming at your homes have a big garden with like is that a thing or because you'll do it so much you'll like listen forget it at home we'll just have nothing no no we have plants you <laughs> 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 don't want people walking into our houses and not see any plant okay okay okay, okay. no i was wondering because like you get an overdose of it right yeah. where, where you work so i was just wondering if like it's you're just like come home and don't want to see it at all yeah no no we have plants yeah, we plants. keep changing it okay, taking okay. it back to the office okay. bringing new ones and experimenting at the same oh, okay, time okay interesting yeah. okay cool um from a perspective of sustainability and and you guys are a, become a key link between the farmers and the sustainability movement for india um i would love to know what what do you kind of see as as um just in terms of you know how that movement has been going with the farmers getting them to understand and things like that and the education aspect of that is become so 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 important how have you tackled that because uh, you know that's not easy at all yeah i mean it's a, that's a very complex uh, question but i'll try to answer it the way whatever I, the way i've seen it sure so the thing is that uh, sustainability you know it's in the globally and india very significant and i believe farmers are highly intelligent and they t- make uh, commercial decisions because they produce crops for all of us to eat right i think the ownership has to be with a lot of the you know entire value chain as well as the seed companies and the chemical companies everyone have to play a role in sustainability and do what's right for the soil what's right for the food consumption what's safe for food consumption so there is a definitely a movement and many people are coming forward with the 
sustainability models and we are also studying it mm. whether it's a seed production system whether it's a plant production system you got to understand what's more sustainable sure but you know this cannot be done in a day so we are working on the kind of material we use uh recyclable pr- plastics we don't want to use uh, you know anything that's causing harm to yeah. the soil yeah, yeah. especially ground uh, contamination sure. so with regard to this we are also talking to a lot of farmers and trying to explain to them and also we have a very good uh, industry colleagues and companies who are doing the same thing talking to so it's, uh, creating yeah. awareness you know right, more right. and more awareness so whatever sure. you know for example you will learn something from another production system in another country you adapt it here and knowledge is always yeah, best shared india india yeah. has to make create its own uh, kind of system mm. so and that's where we've been at the forefront wherein we've been able to bring in technologies that are more uh, uh, acceptable and conducive to the indian environment sure sure and, yeah and as i said the whole industry works like that right so, yeah. right rashmi what's the number one selling you know product from ihs i'm very curious like is there a number one by the way highest selling one hot hot chili really yeah. interesting okay and why do you feel that is so by the way like i mean what's the reason for that being like the number one selling i mean it's just that it's a, it's a, um chili that's used uh, for color okay it's so we're talking about the red kashmiri the chili red, that that red one right kashmiri chili okay. the guntur oh the guntur chili, chili. Yeah. ah okay yeah. ah so all and, these uh, uh, santosh is a chili aficionado of really sorts, so he has a huge so collection of, of chilies? chilies yeah so i'm assuming that santosh uh, you're a big lover of uh, hyderabadi cuisine Yeah, yeah, <laughs> solid. No, any any cuisine with good hot peppers. Yeah, it's well. Nice. Okay, cool. So I'm sure, like, if I visit some um, Andhra restaurants in Bangalore, I'll find you there. No, <laughs> yeah. If you won't find me there, maybe you'll find our chilies there for sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's great. That's yeah, great. the red chili we use is mainly for powder, and okay, uh, okay. one of the products we have. Uh, there are many, many products across India because you know chili consumption is different in different zones. Mm, mm-hmm. So we have a very good product. Highest uh, chili consumption is where, by the way? Any idea? I I think uh, India is now one of the top producers of hot pepper in the world. No, but state-wise, which is the highest consumption? Any idea? It could be for consumption, maybe in North Karnataka and uh, Telangana, Andhra so Pradesh. So they are competing with each yeah, other. Yeah, okay. But, the, but in terms of intensity of heat, it would be ha. the northeast with the ghost peppers. Oh, of and, course, yeah, of course. Jalokia. Yeah. You have those in. As yeah, we well? have, we have, we have all sorts. You My should come God. and visit us sometime. I should. Yeah. Like, I'm we'll make you taste a few. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be a little crazy, huh? yeah, I don't no, know. It's, uh, I, I think I have a fairly decent spice uh, yeah, tolerance. It's, uh, it's, it's not just a flavor. Sometimes you know, it's how you blend the pepper. Bujjal okay, I'll pass. But <laughs> <laughs> other ones, I don't mind. Uh, yeah, you no, know, no, you're crazy. welcome. <laughs> um, let's kind of uh, move to you know. I feel like um, the current trends in the agricultural field that you feel should be really celebrated and incorporated. I'm sure there are a lot of trends that have come up off late because um, because the way things are done has been you know changed. Anything that you would like to highlight for our audience? Th- things that people have never heard about before. I mean, everyone might have heard about things because when we were younger, it was very difficult to come by information. But today, it's all there. You know, it's out there. So I think a lot of uh, we've observed that uh, in the urban area, there's a lot of uh, curiosity to grow plants through hydroponics, aquaponics, and yeah. different aspects, and also uh, through organic methods. So that's been a big wave. and at the same time i think even uh, uh, rashmi you want to add to that no we're just seeing a lot of people who are going back into 
growing plants themselves growing vegetables especially um, i think the shock of the first lockdown not being able to go to your favorite yeah. uh, you know corner side uh, vegetable store get your own vegetables we seeing uh, a lot of people go back into growing their own veggies growing uh, fruit plants it's really nice to see people grow you know like large fruit plants in containers right. and it's not just people with home gardens mm. it's people with who are do- doing this on terraces my, apartment I, terraces i should tell you guys my my mother in law right she's one this little crazy plant lady you know what i mean okay. when rashmi said uh, terraces right you guys should come in small space she has but what she has done there no is just unbelievable to say the least like she's got a very green thumb nice. um and the thing is she's I, i think one of the perfect examples of like you said rashmi you know p- the people who have just wanted to kind of do their own green thing yeah. at home in their homes and things like that so you're seeing a wave of a lot of people who do that yeah. specifically yeah, right? doing uh, plants uh, putting uh, putting their own garden together and uh, we are seeing now l- l- uh, small communities develop of gardeners yeah. uh, so that's really nice and in bangalore us, that yeah. too i i have not seen that in the past but these people are like coming together people they're exchanging, exchanging plants, plants yeah. ex- exchanging seeds yeah. so that's that's really nice for us to see right. that community grow yeah. you know yeah yeah um Yeah, and the people exchanging all sorts of seeds of different <laughs> vegetables oh i got this from we have Kerala. one person who you've met in the in our office already yeah. he's like one active seed trader and plant trader which is anil right. so and, uh, yeah and also you know there's a, a great wave of going back to growing naturally okay. without using any okay. chemicals and right. that's that's uh, that's wonderful to go mm. great for the environment Absolutely. and also um, santosh and i no- uh, noticed during the lockdown a lot of birds Yeah, I, mean, I noticed that as well. Yeah. Is which is great, which is I mean another fantastic thing for you know the entire uh, plant growing ecosystem and things like that. Um, I, I want to kind of get to the 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 question of um, what you think can at the moment really help the agricultural industry grow in India because we have our issues, we have our problems, but there are also solutions for the same. And being two people who have been uh, in this industry for so long and you know um, had. The, the company being around since 1965 and what not i'm sure you can you can have a fairly good idea of how we can better things let's not say in the too distant future in 5 years for sure so um i would love your inputs on that santosh you want to start with that yeah yeah sure i mean uh, in terms of uh, agriculture i think everything is set for india now we like i mentioned earlier we have a lot of uh, you know the logistics investment in logistics is going up mm. and lot of awareness about the value chain and uh, during the pandemic there has been a total uh, realignment of the horticulture and agriculture fields today you look at exports in rice is really going up Correct. which is yeah. great for the country yeah similarly in many horticulture producers animal husbandry everything it's going up so from that perspective i think there's a lot of uh, you know opportunities for indian growers and all the allied fields associated with it sure and uh, i feel that there'll be more and more opportunities for india to export which i think is very important mm mm-hmm. because our farmers can then cater to the needs of uh, the requirements of other countries sure and that could be like i said earlier our own products or products that are suitable for the international market but grown sure. in india you know if you go to any of the international uh, supermarkets you'll see a lot of products being grown by morocco spain germany netherlands the same way 
now the time has come for the indian products to be labeled that way correct and that i think is a huge op- opportunity mm. and given the challenges that exist in the world today i think india can really step up uh, and agree, deliver yeah. stand and deliver there and uh, i'm very excited about that and yes uh, you know the government has been uh, talking to us and trying to take inputs from the industry which is a very positive sign like i said earlier when you asked me during the pandemic the movement of seeds was so good we didn't have any problem and we were very apprehensive in the beginning but it was because of the policies and quick decision making that happened yeah that that aids to it so all so similarly yeah, yeah. if the policies can come in the same way one after another and we have a good um, you know india specific policy but globally friend, friendly policy that might uh, really help things but ultimately we will go with what the government decides and right. uh, take that route yeah, yeah. um I I I'm curious because there I'm sure there are a lot of people Rashmi as you mentioned you know these small communities green communities in Bangalore people who want to kind of you know exchange plants and what not for a person listening to this right a person who is interested in just doing that but has not taken that first step what would you recommend is like a way that I as a as a lay person I don't know anything about this kind of stuff right I want to get into it I find it interesting I want to I want to dabble in it a little bit how would you say um I approach it and what are maybe three steps I can do to kind of get myself started to to exchange plants no I mean and even just grow stuff at home yeah, so like let's say I want to get started I don't know where to start what's the best way the the um, i think uh, now like santosh was saying you know now you have iot you know, like li- literally everything's available online i've seen that for know, plants as well for, by the way uh, youtube has helped a lot of people but um if you're going straight down to bangalore uh, there are some n- nice gardening programs with the lal bag with the department of sure, horticulture sure. that could be a starting point to learn learn a few things um, of course go go going to youtube always helps always helps but uh, physically working with the soil and seeds as well as plants and of course there's always always trial and error where you yeah, can yeah. start off on your own <laughs> and watch the plants the, the i think the main thing is to observe then you know whether you're giving enough water or uh, too little water too little light too much light then before and you know yeah. it, you become a chili aficionado like santosh yeah. you know what i mean <laughs> yeah it's a, yeah I, um I, i'm um, i'm also i'm amazed at the kind of people that i've seen over the last 3 years people that would just come and pick up a full grown plant now want to buy a young plant and you know they nurture want it. to nurture it so i've i've seen that change seen a lot of children coming awesome. Awesome. who grow plants so you know i think uh, that there i think if covid did anything for us it was pa- <laughs> developing patience uh, so, yeah <laughs> and also and that's something that aids gardening 100% 100% i feel like you know getting kids also into it no which i'm sure when you guys get got your kids into you know what probably your dad used to do with you guys um i think it's just great for, on so many levels for just development of the child in general also um, tactile you know yeah. they say it's very good for children because 100%. now a ch- lot of children are um u- using computers all mm. the time mm. so it's good for them to get out there touch uh, and, and feel and touch and feel yeah. absolutely yeah. um you guys are now focusing of course from we were talking about b2b b2c there's a lot of education that is going in you're not doing stuff 
some cool stuff on social media also now so i i was looking up uh, instagram and i found uh, uh, the um, little instagram handle of yours and talk to me about some of the goals there like you know because i feel like the internet is such a beautiful place like you said youtube you can just pick up anything the idea is to move in that direction of course and uh, educate a lot of people but what is the objective behind it uh, the objective uh, mainly is to educate people about gardening uh see what's out there what are the different plants out there so a lot of our posts are with different different plants and slowly veering towards uh myths kind of breaking that ceiling of oh you can't do this or you can't grow this there are people that grow plants which you thought would never grow in bangalore just with a little bit of effort <laughs> yeah you know, my mother like i told you my mother in law is one of them i i need to get you guys to meet her she's she yeah, you it'll be nice <laughs> <laughs> you'll see her and she you guys will have so much to talk about and uh, it's the worst because whenever i i we ask her for plants parting with it is a tough thing huh? like these plant people are like so possessive i'm like dude just can i have one i just want my room to look nice like, no <laughs> like it's a, it becomes a full fledged battle after that but um uh, the instagram handle is i think uh, indo american hybrid seeds as one full word yes. if i'm not mistaken yes. have i got yes. that right, yeah, right. yes yeah. so for people who are listening you can check that out my my last question to you guys before we kind of let you go of course is um with regards to the future of ihs What do you feel that kind of looks like? What can we expect in the near or distant future? I'm sure you have a lot of plans, but uh, you know, Santosh is already smiling. I know. I'm curious as to what he has to say. Santosh, you want to get started? Yeah, it's a, again a tough question because you know <laughs> what we were doing five years ago. We many of it is uh, no longer being done today, and you know, they, things keep changing. You know, it's like uh, very progressive, and uh, we got to keep going with the. situation whether you're developing a product for the uh, farmer or whether you're doing it for the urban gardener so we see a lot of challenges but what we are doing is uh, as of now everything looks exciting so we need to kind of cool down and see what we can pick and choose and uh, where as an organization it makes uh, commercial sense at the same time you're delivering value sure. to the customer sure. whether it's a plant or whether it's a seed it's the same thing or also also services because we also do a lot of quality testing for third party and other companies and individuals and all that but the greatest thing is that we are in the garden city and we are very proud of bangalore and i really hope that bangalore will become the center for the urban gardening boom in yeah. india and for the rest of the world yeah. and we are already seeing the you know green shoots of that and so to the listeners i just want to tell them anytime you want any questions answered you can always visit our website and send us a mail or else you can visit our facility we have a lot of uh, young scientists and technical where, people where is the facility answer. who people for people who are not aware it's in rr nagar our headquarters are there in rr nagar uh, right now near rnsit chansandra village you know Perfect. so yeah great rashmi anything you want to add yeah, yeah yeah you want to add anything rashmi with regards to the future to the future and stuff like yeah um, working with young people you know educating uh, kids on Very gardening yeah. growing and uh, like you said sustainability we have a lot of school children come by as little as 5 years old oh how sweet and, so, and you know kindergarten kids and a lot of college students and um, that's something that's uh, been uh, what we've done through the years sure. and it's great to have schools open and yeah. back uh. and you know You guys must be in a way happy that your kids are back to. They're not all, only at home. <laughs> I'm sure, right? <laughs> they're in college. Yeah, yeah in yeah. college. Yeah, of course, in college. Yeah. Um, this has been a cool conversation. I've got to understand a lot of uh, you know the stuff that I, I would have typically not come in conversation with. Um, mostly because I'm 
I'll be honest, not that much of a green thumb. I aim to get there to my mother-in-law's level. You got to visit the farm. I got to do it. I got to do it. I, really. Yeah. But thank you so much, both of you, for coming by, and this has been really fun and educating. Thanks, Karan. Thank um, you. All the very best. Thank this, you. The, the future looks thank really you. bright. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And um, so I want to just say to your entire team listening in, right? Um, I want to. I think that sometimes you don't realize what a big thing you're doing by just doing something so small and how you fit into a massive puzzle that is so huge. Um, and if you guys ever have that doubt, come and meet my mother-in-law. <laughs> but thank you again. So, thank thanks, you both. Thanks to Radio thank 1. You. Thank, thank you, Radio 1. Thanks, thanks Ladies and gentlemen, get to know him off-air too. Have you followed him on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter yet? At Off-Air with K. Slide into his DMs now. 94.3 Radio 1. One world, your station.